Hello and welcome to the How To Money podcast. My name's Kate and I'm here with my co-host Susan. Hello. (laughs) As you can see, this is our very first episode and uh, we're here to start the conversation rolling about money. We initially had the idea to start this podcast because for young Australians, there's not much conversation happening around money, savings, credit cards, loans, and they're some of the most important issues in our lives. And we also wanted to get the ball rolling about everything that you needed to know that you don't get taught in school, which for most people is most stuff about money. So you don't uh, think you got taught enough in school about money? No, uh, well, I didn't get taught any, I didn't take any finance subjects, so I really had no clue. And Mm. it's not included in the curriculum as far as I know. Maybe Mm. it's been added in the last few years. Uh, I finished it a few years ago. Yes, because there's a lot of discussion now in the press about financial literacy, Mm. uh, that there is a lack of financial literacy and even with with the more mature age people who have loans, there's just been a article released that said people don't even know if they have a principal and interest loan or an interest only loan. And that's pretty important when you're borrowing half a million or so to pay for a house. So perhaps there are some of the things we'll discuss in the future podcasts. I'm Kate and uh I finished high school a few years ago and started to get really into sort of my personal finance journey and I started doing a lot of reading, talking to people about how everything works. I just wanted to know what my money was doing, what I could do with my money, how do I stop getting into debt, all those sort of things. How do you stop spending it all? Yes, budgeting was a big thing to learn and hopefully we can discuss that with you on the podcast. I currently work full-time, I study, I'm studying in business, I work at a financial technology company, so I'm really interested in all things sort of finance and sort of increasing my knowledge around that area and how technology is disrupting the finance industry. Uh, Susan is an ex-university lecturer, a presenter in risk and financial markets for many years and is an educator so we're not here to give you advice we're not going to tell you which bank account to open which bank to use or non-bank to use it's purely trying to get you started on an educational path because you're the best people to learn and you know education is the most important thing you can do when it comes to money because unfortunately there's a lot of people who will try and mislead you or perhaps misdirect you or they really don't know what they're talking about. And unless you're educated, you will fall into the trap of losing your money or perhaps um, not doing the best you could with the limited amount that you probably have. Mm. So uh, as I know, as a young person, there's usually having part-time jobs, casual work, limited income or small starting salaries out of school, out of uni and it's sort of the most important time to start learning about money and how it works and how you can make the most of what you're getting. Correct. So we'll cover a few of those topics, won't we? Savings Mm. and investments, rates of return, very important. 
uh, credit cards, debit cards, and even super you want to talk about. Yes, definitely. I think super is a very uh, a topic that's not spoken about a lot and people don't really understand it. I I barely understand it. I'm just sort of getting my head around how it all works, but it's people often forget that it's actually your money. and. Mm. Super is your money. It's not government guaranteed. It's not an employee, employer guaranteed. And uh, if you're not interested in it, your own money, no one else is really going to be bothered. So you've got to keep interested in your super, even if it's not for the next 40 years before you touch it. But if you actually track it and look after it, it will grow and will be a very hopefully sizable nest egg so you can retire in comfort rather than relying on whatever potentially very small handout might be available from any government. Mm. And no one knows what the future is going to contain, though, so mm. things that are here today might not be here in the future. Mm. Correct. Yeah. So it's important to start getting your head around the whole concept of finance. And I'm I'm just learning, and Susan has a bit more experience in this sector, being in the finance industry for quite a number of years, maybe a few decades yeah, now. Yeah, too many. Too many. too many decades. We won't uh, put a number on it. Um, uh, so... I, I've only sort of been getting into the personal finance journey for a few years now and uh, I think it's really changed the way I view my money. It's not just something that I I want to spend all of it now. I don't want to spend all of it. I, I try and have a budget in place. Um, I sort of track what I'm doing, maybe sometimes a little bit obsessively. Um, you don't need to check your bank accounts every day, but I have sort of an obsession with doing it. <laughs> check it's all there. Um Check. Especially if you're using credit cards and debit None cards. None of it's disappearing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, checking your credit card regularly, maybe weekly. Mm. I I do it probably too much. Um, kind of a bit lame in that regard. But checking your credit credit card weekly is definitely important because uh, once people have your credit card details, they can uh, direct debit away. Yep. Yep. Or they get stolen. Of course, um, and there's a lot of cases in the press about, you know, people getting hands on hundreds of thousands of uh, credit cards or identities around at the moment. So you really should check your credit card statement when it comes in. If you're using your bank account for online payments, checking that very regularly and, um, you know, not waiting six months to go back and do it all at the end of the year for tax it really should be done something uh, at a minimum monthly um if you're using it heavily perhaps you know weekly or fortnightly it might be a good idea as well and now all the banks pretty much have great phone apps well some too some aren't super high tech at the moment but it's all online anyway yeah yeah and for most of the banks you can just look at your credit card um what you've spent on your phone, on your mm. apps. Um, that's pretty much... I do most of my personal banking on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got all my apps there and they pretty much... That's pretty much where I do everything. So you don't actually go to a bank branch anymore? No. No, I haven't been in a bank branch for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah, yes. And it is a very different way of, of banking. You don't use check accounts anymore. It's all online. But it also means you can end up with an awful lot of transactions on your credit or debit card Mm. and if you leave it even a month 
you know, some of those transactions might be four to six weeks old and you look at them and you can't remember, what was that for? And who's that name? Because names on the credit card don't always associate with the shops necessarily. No, sometimes it's the trading name or the business yeah. name. And which if you live it too long, different. you're very confused about, is that the right name and did I really spend that money here or there? Mm-hmm. So the more frequent you do it, the less likely you're going to spend wasted time trying to track up who is that uh, payment on the uh, credit or debit card. Mm. And some of the some of the banks now have got really quite innovative technology to sort your credit card expenses, if, say, you use your credit card for everything, into categories such as health, education, groceries, um, retail, etc. Yeah, et I haven't yeah. seen that one. Mm. Um, where I use, my credit card does that mm. and... <laughs> It's sometimes a bit scary to see. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really oh. great when it comes to um, doing your can, budget. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it tells you, at, like, you can keep track of it month and then sort of compare it to uh, your budget and mm. see how you've gone. Mm. And why you don't have that much money left because you blew your entertainment budget or your shopping budget mm. or your clothing you allowance. Tells you where your uh, money is going. Mm. <laughs> yeah, see your, where, see your, where, where your priorities are lying. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah. Okay, so you were saying earlier you didn't think uh, people of, of your age shortly, you know, after leaving school, discuss money with one another. No, no. Um, certainly among my friends and even some family, money's mm. pretty uh, like an unspoken rule that you don't talk about it. So you don't discuss how much you earn or...? No, no. Mm. I feel like you know, even in workplaces people mm. don't sort of even tell each not, other about what and it's earning. not encouraged a lot of firms actually you are not allowed especially in the senior ranks to discuss your salary with other mm. staff members though of course now if you're in a listed company all those top salary earners are fully disclosed which mm. does make interesting reading yeah but our our sort of young people yeah. in australia are probably not quite there yet no. uh, i certainly am not um but yeah, it's definitely people don't discuss sort of what they're earning, what mm. they're doing with their money. Sort yeah, of. that's an interesting one. Yes, most people don't. They'll tell you what they're buying. They, oh, they bought an iPad or yeah, a new car or a house. Yeah. But they don't discuss their savings, where they invest, where they're investing domestically, locally. Have they got a share portfolio? If so, what size? Have they got um, you know one, two, three investment properties? Yes, it's all sort of very discreet or we don't discuss money. I find some people sometimes ask each other for advice on uh, where they would go for the best home loan or what their experience was with this bank or this company before they switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Um, I don't think, uh, well, what I've seen, yeah, there's not much discussion around money or if you're, ha- if you're having troubles with money, that's even more don't talk about it subject. Yeah. Uh, where it really should be the opposite because often people have been in that same situation and could help you out, mm. um, letting you know how they dealt with it, how they paid off their car loan, got out of debt, and often sort of friends have had good experiences that can really help you out. But is is it perhaps they don't discuss it anymore because you're all going online and looking for recommendations through Facebook and Twitter and whatever, mm. Instagram? Like Google Doctor for finance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, is, we don't yeah. even actually ask anyone face-to-face because we'll do it online with a bunch yeah. of anonymous strangers. People sort of, yeah, don't like maybe discussing about it in person, but 
forums are full of people asking about all this type of stuff and um i think reviews reviews of financial products and services and banks and things are uh, just growing because people people like reading someone else's experience about the banks monitor them and run them and they have staff um sometimes these are paid reviews as well and you don't really i'm pretty sure there's rules around that you have to disclose if you're um, running an advertorial or a paid review Mm. but yeah you don't really know Mm. So we, we do rely on this uh, bunch of anonymous strangers and we often take advice from someone we don't know more readily than someone we do know. Yes, the person you know whose experience is probably a lot more relevant to your situation. But mm. I guess there's merits if you've if no one around you, well, I guess you don't know until you ask, but has faced that situation, being able to read something online could be really helpful. Mm. I've definitely um, read reviews online about certain financial products before I have signed up to them or decided not to sign up to them. Mm. Um, certainly with some of the new ones that don't have much uh, sort of track record, I've definitely looked at reviews online and people's reviews on the performance. So, Kate, what are the topics we're going to explore in the next few weeks? On Twitter at How to Money Australia, we ran a small poll to see what people really wanted to hear for the first few episodes and the winning sort of topics were savings accounts and the returns and interest and fees possibly associated with that yep talking about credit and debit cards Mm -hmm. basics of superannuation Mm -hmm. and budgeting so they're the first few episodes uh, and then we'll sort of see how we go from there uh, see what our listeners are interested in hearing about. Uh, we want to focus on the issues that you're having and explore areas that are relevant to the listeners. Yes, to the listeners. We're definitely a we're trying to be a listener focused podcast, and we definitely want to be able to help answer your questions, point you in the right direction for places you can find more information and help you kickstart your financial education journey. We've designed this podcast to be the thing we wanted to listen to a few, well, for me, a few years ago, for Susan, maybe a few decades ago, and uh, be the resource that helps kickstart young people in Australia's financial education journey. So they can look at yeah, and help so they can have that conversation, maybe with their parents, their friends, their boss if they need to, and the bank or a finance company or um, a financial advisor if they um, seek help from um, anyone in that field but you actually need a bit of education to have a conversation with those people otherwise you'll be left agreeing to whatever they suggest without necessarily knowing the pros and cons because unfortunately not everyone's got the time or the patience to explain every potential opportunity and uh, risk to you for every product that's available Mm. and a lot of financial products and uh, companies aren't that interested in helping explain to you how it all works how the fee model works and how you're going to be charged and how they make money Mm. because that's not in their best interest Mm. so as an individual, it's really up to you to do the research, to put in the time and to get a broad understanding of what you're going to get yourself into. So, Kate, that leads us to a very important question. Uh, we're not being paid by anyone, are we, Kate? 
No, no. Um, Are we independent, Kate? Yes, yes. So why would anyone bother doing this if you're not being paid? Um, well, I have developed quite a passion about personal finance since I started my journey a few years ago. And I've just sort of been shocked at the lack of knowledge and conversation around the topic. I'd have loved to listen to something like this when I started and I'm really sort of just trying to do this for both for learning more. So this will help me because I'll be researching things for episodes and stuff like that and getting some more knowledge from Susan, who's uh, knows just a little bit more than me. Uh, so no, not getting paid. Yeah. So we're, we're hoping to start our next episode Uh, The first one on savings, interest and returns and how that all works. Most people have savings accounts. Um, So if they have questions in that area in particular, how would they get in contact with us? Uh, So we'd love to hear your questions. And if we we start getting some, we might answer them at the end of episodes. Or if there's enough, do a whole sort of question episode every few episodes. Uh, So find us on Twitter at HowToMoneyAustralia. On Twitter, we'll be sharing sort of more resources after each episode and sharing interesting things happening in the personal finance realm during the week within the finance industry, within financial technology startups. Sounds good. Yeah, so we'd love to have you send in your questions, your feedback, any um, topics you want us to discuss. We are happy to do listener recommendation podcast episodes. And this is going to be, at the moment, a weekly thing. And we'd love to have you listening to our next episode.